0: Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Faculty of Horror Podcasting from the Horrid Halls of Patreon. I'm Alex <laughs> West with... Are you going to talk like that this whole I episode? just might. Who are you? <laughs> and Andreas. I can't even do it. <laughs> you can't even do it. Okay. I'm sorry. Um... We are a bottle-deep friend. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Um, Hi, everyone. Um, No, seriously. uh, Welcome back. So we have just recorded our Best of 2019, Best of the Decade Horror Films. And as we were talking about all of that stuff, we were like, God, there's so much other stuff that happened in horror in the last decade that we wanted to comment on. Because as we do this podcast, we just talk about films, the occasional TV show. Jesus, (laughs) Jesus, <laughs> the occasional burp. The um, Andrea apparently has the giggles. Um, when we talk about all this other stuff. Ooh and sometimes we weave like production history we weave in cultural climate we weave in all this other stuff but we wanted to kind of address it a little bit more and uh we thought we would do a kind of top 10 not even top 10 what am i saying a a kind of top horror news stories of the decade yeah
1: i think this is a really great idea this was your idea and i think uh you know in in the past 10 years in addition to starting the faculty of horror and doing this horror analysis we have also you know kind of carved out our own career paths in this industry and there is an industry and there are news stories that are very um, relevant to uh, our podcast uh, where our podcast is in the mm-hmm. greater horror stratosphere and 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 news stories factor into that so i think it's a really great idea yeah
0: well and, and our other idea- Idea. It was a Black Christmas review, uh, Black Christmas 2019. Uh, one of us has seen it—the <laughs> one of us who doesn't have the giggles right now. <laughs> uh, so let us know if you do want something on Black Christmas. Um, then Andrea can and watch it when it comes out. Yeah, I'll do uh, it. we can do that. But also, I think might this kill is, my giggles. It uh, might kill your giggles, probably <laughs> permanently. Um, it, it, I think this is kind of an interesting topic, and we've got several topics that we're going to touch on. Yeah, um, because Andrea as some of you might know, is the editor of Roomorg magazine. So you have a kind of a bird's eye view of the industry mm-hmm. and you have to keep like delving into this industry as a whole. You have politics at play. Mm-hmm. You have a, a myriad of different things you have going on. And me, I'm, I'm kind of a bit of an, uh, like still a little bit of an outsider. I contribute to a few different uh, publications and I've written some books. I do the podcast. Um, so I I'm, I don't know if I'm able to say more incendiary things or or, or what not <laughs> but um, there's some things in front of us and we have thoughts on them gosh we have so many thoughts we do so I can't wait. first off the 2010s Um, I think one of the biggest things we've seen in the last 10 years, and uh, I don't think this is a huge surprise to many people, but it has changed the way we consume film, uh, the way we consume um, a lot of things, and the way these films and TV are made. Mm -hmm. And And that is the rise of streaming and video on demand. That's right. So, I mean, often, I I mean, I remember when I was getting into horror, and it was like, you go and rent the videos, you try to catch it in theaters, you do all this stuff. And so streaming is like the newest way at it and whether it's streaming through netflix amazon shutter um or a video on demand something Mm -hmm. like that you get through a cable provider you rent from apple itunes or whatever it is now um it's different It's it's different because they have changed the game and the change of the game is in terms for me in my mind in terms Mm -hmm. of the investment Mm -hmm. in them so it's not like oh we made this like You know, 13th Hellraiser sequel. We spent no money on it. We're just trying to keep the IP. But now it's like, oh, okay, we're Netflix, we made, I don't know, The Perfection, and we invested a good amount of money around this, we did some PR around it, and we're classing it as a, you know, highbrow film and it's horror, but we want to push it out there. Mm -hmm. So there is a kind of change. I mean, if you look at, like, Martin Scorsese making films at the end of the 90s to The Irishman coming out in 2019, Mm -hmm. it's a very different playing field.
1: Yeah, what a great example because he's got some things to say about the rise of streaming and VOD and the State of cinema, and you know he's clutching his pearls, and I had a thing or two to say about it in my editorial. Interestingly, I had a thing or two to say about it in my editorial of the Jan-Feb 2020 issue of Rue Morgue, and now I'm working on the March-April issue. Mm. And Paul Paul Korup, who is mm. uh, who is a columnist, a dear friend of ours, one of and the former guy. best minds in horror. Full stop. Yes, he has my utmost respect. He submitted his column agreeing. With Martin Scorsese oh and yes and so he revealed this to me we were having our, our annual holiday hang and he was like I don't know if you've read my column yet but I talk about this I was like I talked about this he was like I agree I was like I disagree <laughs> and so like you know it, people agree and disagree but when Paul Korob disagrees with you you're like oh shit what did I do this <laughs> but that'll be uh interesting for you to read perhaps perhaps not but the rise of streaming has definitely impacted uh, horror journalism as an industry in that it has changed the nature of festivals. Once upon mm-hmm. a time, film festivals, you had to go to them to see all the movies. You had to see them in advance of their release. And the only way to see them and indeed to get access to all the stars, all the interviews, all the press shit that would happen around these festivals would happen there. Um, but now, you know, I. It, I more hit up those festivals for networking and parties because I can get a screener and they can mm. very easily send that stuff around. There are exceptions, of course. Cough, cough, universal. Oh, get me started. But like Rodrigo used to tell me that back in the day, Rue Morgue would be invited to all these uh, very big horror premieres mm-hmm. so that they could get the story and they'd get flown out and put in hotels with all expenses paid and all the bells and whistles. And then that really dried up with streaming links. Mm-hmm. But now it's kind of tipping the other way because of the prominence of social media. Right. And those press junkets are actually less Journalists than they are influencers. Yes. And so streaming has really changed the game. Hey, what's up, guys? Andrea here. Uh, Happy New Year. I hope you enjoyed this snippet of the latest Fact Flash, which is uh, an exclusive show for our patrons, for our lowest tier of patrons. For only $2 a month, you can have access to this material and a whole bunch more. And this episode goes on to outline uh, other news items from the last decade in horror. We talk about the rise of Blumhouse. We talk about Me Too. We talk about the return of Stephen King, Women in Horror Month, Fangoria, and a whole lot more. So I hope you'll consider joining us over on Patreon. And yeah, talk soon.